This is Father Drew Curry from Most Precious Blood Parish in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Father Matthew Kuhn from St. Therese and St. Henry Parishes. And we are here to open up our upcoming Sunday's Gospel with you for the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time, January 31st. We are not drinking coffee today because I didn't have enough. So we're doing an espresso, Father Drew, and I've got hot tea. And it's working out pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Great. I'm not an expert in espresso, but this is good. Mm, it's Italian, that's why. The Gospel of Mark, we're continuing. You want to read that for us, Padre? Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are following up. This is a good gospel, actually, following up from last weekend where we had the Word of God Sunday, uh, focusing on just the Word of God. And Jesus Christ is the Word of God, God's self-communication to us, God's uh, divine revelation in its fullness. And then Jesus is coming and he's speaking the Word and he's, his Word has uh, authority. And so we want to talk about that. Yeah, I really like this um this uh, topic. So for me, uh, the, the word of God you'd like, Jesus. You yeah, like I mean, that topic like I like Jesus. Jesus. I, I like the I Bible. Do, I actually love Jesus, but that's just me. That's why I gave my life for him. But <laughs> me too, me too. I'm glad that you're pals. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, so you like the concept of just the word being spoken the power and, and of the having word power and the authority yeah. of the word. So, can I let me just say? So, one of the things that fascinates me um, is this idea that at the beginning of creation. Um, the Heavenly Father created the whole universe in, with, and through the power of His Word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's And the Word is is the Son, is His Son. It's His overflowing expression of love. and The uh, eternal Word, the eternal so word before yes. all creation. Yep. And uh, so the Father and His powerful, infinite Word, His Son, share uh, love, the Holy Spirit. Well, uh, because of the fall... God wanted to restore us, and so just as He created us in the power of His Word, He wants to restore us and renew us in the power of His Word. So the Word took on flesh, dwelled among us, uh, was baptized, and in His baptism received this anointing of the Father. You could say He received all of the authority of the Father, and now the Son is walking the earth and with the power of His Word, uh, recreating people. He's he's um, healing them. He's spiritually renewing them. He's uh, cleansing them of evil spirits. Um, he's doing miracles and, and giving faith, hope, and love by the power of his word. Awesome. So brief recap of what you just said then. Awesome. So, <laughs> so God the Father creates with, through the power of the word, in the power of the word. We fall out of grace. So he comes back to recreate us in the power of the word, Jesus Christ, and specifically in his ministry, in his mission, come and preaching the word to us to have power. And I always love to speak about the importance too, to recognize that 
Uh, Jesus, I mean, his ministry seems like three years, right? Um, and But then he sends forth the apostles, and so then they're able to preach the word. It's, it's the Lord's word, and he gives them his authority. So this continues then throughout generations. It wasn't just for... Uh, the people who were able to hear him audibly mm -hmm. in that small little corner on the far side of the Mediterranean, but rather it's for all generations, all of us to have access to he who is the word through the sacred scripture, uh, the written word of God, uh, through the teaching tradition of the church, the preaching. Again, he sent his apostles for it to preach. And so they're preaching as well. The apostles have this uh, specific role to help communicate he who is the word to us. Um, and we think then how just throughout the centuries, the Holy Mother Church helps us to know he who is the word through the teaching magisterium of the church, which is huge. Yes, so the word continues to be authoritative. And continues even, to come to us. And conti continues to come to us even after Jesus goes to heaven. And that's because he sent the Holy Spirit upon the church and uh, the church... Uh, his continued revelation by the by the power of the Holy Spirit, but uh, through Scripture and tradition. Yeah, and oh. so the Word is still authoritative; like it never stopped being authoritative, mm -hmm. uh, with mm -hmm. the power to heal and transform and renew and inform. Um, I can see why you like that topic. It's a really good topic. <laughs> that the Lord God, His Word comes to transform yeah. us anew, and it's not something disconnected from us, even though we can feel. We can feel at times perhaps separated from the power of God. Um, we can feel that, or lack feeling of his presence and things like that. But this is a great affirmation that, look, our God longs to speak his word anew in our hearts and our lives. Uh, and he wants to affect that change uh, within us, that transformation, that recreation. Uh, so it, it is words of hope. And one of the things that we talked about uh, before we recorded was this idea that God did not come to earth so that we could just become speculative theologians. Or just, just, to, just knowers of things. Yeah, or just like armchair theologians or to just kind of do endless... Thinking. Uh, endless thinking, endless Bible discussion, you know, of yeah. how we feel when we read certain things. Yeah, so it's not just about getting ideas, but having those ideas then... Uh, form our lives. Yeah, I've been preaching that a lot at St. Therese, actually, uh, just speaking about growing in our understanding of the Lord and not allowing our faith just to be an intellectual exercise, but again, letting it penetrate our will, our heart, so that it moves us. Because the Christian life is about living. Christian life about yeah. living. And so, yeah, so not just sitting back to gain ideas, yeah. speculating, thinking about things that, even though they're true uh, from the Lord, but to allow the word then to penetrate our, our hearts and our lives. Like a two-edged sword. Like there's a, a real word of God that actually wants to like change us and affect us. And so I think the thing I just like about this too is this idea that as human beings, we can kind of make excuses for anything and explain ourselves. Uh, so, it's, so it's not just uh, we get together for a Bible study and you kind of share your interpretation and I share my interpretation and then we kind of feel good that we did that. Like actually there is a real interpretation of the Bible and of the faith that is passed on through the generations that we actually and we actually have to learn that actual interpretation. Yeah, to, to take account of that. So the spiritual meaning is based upon the literal meaning, things like that. Um, but there is, again, a uh, specific meaning for a person. Perhaps the Lord wants oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. speak grace. So you got to totally. be careful there. Totally, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying that we don't. Yeah, but I'm just saying that 
uh, basically what I, I guess this probably gets a little bit to what we want to talk about too as, as our takeaway is just the idea of um, the the word of God is transmitted through the ages through scripture and tradition and when we when we say the scripture we're talking Old Testament New Testament when we talk about the tradition we're talking about the living magisterium the the leadership of the church uh, we're talking about the sacraments the teachings the morality um, also the the theologians uh, in union with the church that are explaining these things so the the to be affected by Christ doesn't mean we just become a scribe and discuss the Bible it means that we actually are putting ourselves under the authority of the church uh, who uh, gives us the Bible, but also is the authentic interpreter of uh, of the scriptures and, and the tradition. Yeah, so I guess you're trying to say two different things there. So one is the, it's not just about having ideas. So it's not just about sharing ideas that I have, but it's about letting the truths of the word to move my life, to transform me. Uh, but then secondly, you're trying to highlight the importance of making sure we have sacred tradition as well. So not just the, the word, sac- the written word, sacred scripture, which is so, so important. Uh, but making sure that we look to the tradition of the church and the teaching of the magisterium throughout the ages to help us understand the word better, the written word better, so that it continue to enter into our life uh, more deeply. So practically speaking. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, we can, there are plenty of writings from the uh, leadership of the church for 2,000 years, and we can go on to the uh, www.vatican.va and look up the different writings of the leaders of the church. Um, but practically speaking, a great way to allow the word to be authoritative in our lives is to read um, the read a story of Jesus every day from the Gospels, but also to go and to buy a catechism of the Catholic Church. Um, yeah, and which so, was which was published in the early '90s by uh, the church, Catholic Church under the leadership of John Paul II. Yeah, and so one one thing we would say then is again, sacred scripture, reading the Gospels. We mentioned that the other week, uh, but just a practical point for this week. Then, uh, what we would say for you all then to open yourselves to the Word is to go to the Catechism specifically because they're well. One, you can just go to the go to the front where it's got the contents, and you could look at different things and see what you want to, what, what kind of draws your eye, what kind of draws your heart. Uh, maybe you want to know more about the Eucharist. Maybe you want to know more about the incarnation. Maybe you want to know more about the virtues. Maybe you want to know more about prayer. And you find where that is, uh, more about conscience. I mean, just looking at all these things, I'm opening it up right now, looking at the index. There's so many good things to focus on. Uh, and as you open up to a specific um, number in the catechism where it's on a specific theme, there is woven throughout sacred scripture, woven throughout statements by different pontiffs or different teaching documents, Vatican II, etc. And, that, uh, and, and that, so it's a great way just uh, opening up the catechism to open ourselves to the both sacred scripture and uh, sacred tradition to help us in our prayer. And it really helps us to understand how the magisterium, the the, the leadership of the church, is the, is the safeguarder of scripture and the authentic interpreter of scripture because it shows in the catechism the leadership of the church uh, explaining the Bible and explaining teachings using the Bible. And so there's this interplay between scripture and tradition that really comes out in the catechism that's beautiful. Yeah, and so uh, our simple practical advice, spiritual advice for this week then would be, well, one, repeating our advice from previous about reading sacred scripture, especially the gospels, uh, stories of Christ, reflecting on them, taking them to prayer as well. Um, 
becoming familiar with the catechism and then allowing that to be a way to encounter the word of God, not just the written word, but also uh, he who is the word through the teaching magisterium of the church, and then striving to understand and, and take that to prayer to apply these truths to our life. Because ultimately, as we said at the beginning, God's word has power to recreate us, to transform us. Uh, and so may the power of God's word uh, enter anew into your lives. May God bless you all.